<laughs> no. Uh, for you, it'd probably be something to do. Uh, probably for most people, be something. This to do is the Impossible Things podcast. Like uh, you're picking up in the middle of an episode. Right? This so is part two of our conversation with there, Joey Huddleston. We're talking about the breakup of the United States. The so we will join in progress. Here's Joey to talk up. about mm-hmm. the peaceful way this could happen. It's, it's it So that's the it that's is. the bad way it goes. This could also happen relatively smoothly, mm-hmm. right? Secession secessionist attempts can go smoothly sometimes too, right? So uh, let me think of an example. There aren't that many examples. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's so many examples of the. the oh, violent, I know Singapore. Singapore left Malaysia and there was no trouble. Like it was a just kind of a decision, like. Singapore was just like, well, we just we have our economic way we want to do things, and it's a little bit different. So can we just be our own? And the Malaysian Malaysian government was like, okay, you know. Huh. And then it was just they had the border. I mean, Singapore is just a, an island with a city on it, mm-hmm. just pure city. But so it's a lot smaller. But that was smooth, right? Wow, impressive. That may have actually been at the behest of the Malaysian government. I'm not sure. Someone, why don't Why don't you leave? Us. Yeah. yeah, could it? In any case, there was no, there was, there was no like fighting. Huh. Maybe there was conflict in the upper yeah, boardroom structures conflict, or something. But, but it happened without many people noticing. Like people just woke up one day and like, hey, we're our own country now. We're independent, <laughs> right? I wonder if they take great pride, great pride in their independence and celebrate the uh, Independence Day. Do you know? Oh, I, I really don't know. That's a, that's a good question. Huh. Maybe they don't care at all. Maybe they don't. <laughs> Maybe they still don't know. <laughs> so, but I think that if you had all of it, and here's the other thing too, like because Congress is and the Senate is made up of people also representing states, mm-hmm. like even your even the people in the federal government itself are going to have these. They're going to be dealing with these divided loyalties, right? right? Right. So if you have congressmen and senators saying like, "No, we don't want to." suppress this with the military like like you could just see the bottom just literally fall right out of the the federal level and mm-hmm. and perhaps it just perhaps it really does just happen peacefully where everybody just agrees because you know once you have half or two-thirds of congressmen saying well we just want to be our own state now like everybody else is gonna be like well i guess that's what's gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah so it seems like and because every state has a government structure already set up like that's not a problem either. The mm. real problem, though, I think, is the military. I would be. I would. What think, does the military do? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the military. Well, I would think though that with this type of thing, with this breakup, it doesn't. It becomes so much more of an individual choice. So each guy in the military is their own person, and oh yeah, they, I, it, I think it's very possible for them to be like, uh, you know what? I, I don't. Home. I don't want to suppress these guys. I want to go to my family, and I'm gonna go, and mm. then they leave. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of turmoil on the bases. Right. Which it's, it goes back to identity, which we were talking about before. Is your identity, I'm a, I'm a Marine? Mm-hmm. Or is your identity, I'm, a, I'm an Oregonian, therefore mm-hmm. Cascadian? You know, that. Well, and so just maybe where, the Cascadian thing your... might happen a little bit later. I think probably first it would be by state, and then mm-hmm. they would work that stuff out. Right. Where, and then, okay, so it'd be 50 states go their, very, their own way, and then... Oregon, Washington, say, "Hey, we have a lot of the same interests. Hey, we have a geographical." Hey, BC, yeah. come on down. <laughs> come on down. <laughs> so I think where this gets kind of interesting is okay. So the Western states are are large geographically and uh, fairly cut and dried 
but I think it's kind of interesting on the East Coast, on so the Eastern Seaboard. That is interesting because our capital is way the hell over there, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think that, and that's what, this is what I was saying about Alaska and Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think much about geographic relation between the states, but like, if there's any kind of crisis and Hawaii seriously says we're done being part of the U.S., like, they're not going to expel a lot of effort for that. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll do a little bit more for Alaska because of all that oil up there. Mm-hmm. But even that's really far away, you right. know? But And I think progressively, like, once it, when, when Virginia and Maryland and Pennsylvania are saying, like, yeah. we want to be our own state, that's when the Washington, D.C. is going to be like, you can't do that. You're right there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, like we're, we're right next to each other. You can't. You can't just separate that way. Like, yeah, everything west of the Rockies, that was fine. But but no. So I think that, but the, but but then there's a conflict of stories here, right? Because we're talking on one hand about kind of everybody deciding at the same time that this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, now we're talking about it being some kind of progressive process where it's like state by state is being released or something. So I don't really know which way it could go. Yeah. Do you see the the federal government just not being strong enough to take to take on the whole continent anymore. So of course the federal government is not strong enough. To so they no, but they are strong enough to maintain maybe the original thirteen. Good point. So that's what that maybe that's what you see is the prioritizing of the military. Mm-hmm. And this is the other thing I was going to say is, the military is very much its own body mm-hmm. with very strong interests and incredible power to get those interests right. right. And and a lot of a lot of times in the world where you see the militaries interest going against whatever the government's doing, militaries do not tend to sit back and, and let right. things happen. No. You know, they're, no. they tend to take charge, take charge. In this case, you wouldn't call it a coup because the government's gone or, mm. or the government's different. Right. Mm-hmm. So what you might see is the military saying like, all right, we got to like figure out our territory now. And that's when the prioritizing is going to happen. And they're going to say, you know what, Hawaii, Alaska, Maybe we forget those. Cut our losses. They, yeah, I think maybe they'll even do it with like west of the Rocky states because there are some bases out maybe. here, but but like it's nothing like back east. No, it's not. It's not next, right next yeah. to Washington D.C. So I think that you might see military asserting control over oh I don't know Virginia North yeah. or something for sure. Where's the Pentagon? First, the Pentagon is not in Washington. It's in Virginia. Yeah, so they would want to maintain that. Definitely. That's their home base. Mm-hmm. That's their it's the Pentagon. Right. And then they'd want to keep DC for So maybe they would like try to like set up a base and then slowly take take over everything again. I don't know. Maybe that's like the the projection of this. <laughs> we were kind of talking so we're talking about like breaking up in in states. We've also talked about how like man is one step above animal. And yeah. so you can kind of just this seems like a very it's going to be a pretty a could catas- be. could be a catastrophe. Yeah, but I'm wondering, out of all the states, is there any like chunk of states that you can think of that kind of has it all? Like has a ton of resources, has a ton of ocean for trade, has a ton of of weapons for a military. If they just completely started over, like I feel like Texas would be very very strong. Texas would be. California would be. California I think so would be. Too. California would be. I mean, so we we have tons of farmland. We mm-hmm. have, mm-hmm. but I mean, but you don't actually have to have it all. I mean, maybe at first you do, but in the long run, yeah. Like, there's so many resource-poor countries. Trading, that, quote, international relations. You need to, yeah, all that stuff. You yeah. can. But I think that the whole wet, the Western Seaboard has so much going for it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not the, right. the countries that are going to have to really. And this is why they're probably going to team up. 
are the countries that don't have as much going for it. like Nebraska. Well, Nebraska's the got middle? food at least. Right. But the middle the middle states you you think that so the middle states, the thing that they are going to be able to leverage right away is their food producing power, right? Basket, that's right. So there's some, there's, they're probably going to, but they, but that's not enough. Like it's not enough to just have food. Mm-hmm. So they'll, how would, how would they, how would they link together? Um, we probably see, you know, I'm not really sure. I, I think that they could very well be like just a clump that becomes a state, like mm-hmm. a middle America clump. Uh-huh. But then, oh, but I was thinking there's also some other things that could happen here. You do have groups in the U.S. who assert a different identity. So we were talking, last time we were talking about this, talking about the Lakota Nation. Oh, that's right. Like there's, there is the, that's right. a Native American group, the Lakota, mm-hmm. that have asserted their, their national identity from day one. Mm-hmm. And they still, they have a government charter. Like, they basically say, like, we do not recognize government sovereignty over our land. Right. And if this is happening, wow, that's a great opportunity for yeah. them to say, hey, it's time. It's time that, that we mm-hmm. actually get our land, control of our land back because, you know, super big brother's not so big anymore. Right. You guys want more coffee? Do it. I'm, I'm good. Oh, no, thank you, you. That's probably enough for just for you. you can that. Split it with you if you want. No, do it. I still have a little. So... I think you could see that happening too, and I don't know if, and, and maybe if the Lakota do it, you're going to mm-hmm. see other Native American groups. I mean, are the Lakota? So they're out in those some of those middle states, right? So I think their the bulk is in South Dakota. Okay. Um, and South Dakota is known to have a lot of Native American groups. Uh-huh. The other place is in the Southwest. I mean, New Mexico and Arizona have a lot of. They have huge reservations, but then you just, they're kind of, kind of some of the only places where um, you go, where if you're not, you know, Native American, you go there expecting to, to meet people who are. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever go to Santa Fe, like, they're, the culture is much more prevalent. Um, and then if you go to, like, the Four Corners area, mm-hmm. is right in the middle of the Navajo, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a reservation or, or exactly what it is, but it's, it's like... You know, native people's country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, do you think that clump would probably band together if well, this all went down? Well, maybe, maybe they, maybe we, we were talking about there being a southwest country. Maybe they just let that country exist, and then they just have a really play a really significant role in government, mm-hmm. right? Oh, so that's, that's true. That's possible too. They don't. There's no one. There's no one saying that they have to like, you know, take over this mm-hmm. specific shape of land that crosses state boundaries they, they might just say okay we're Ari- yeah. we're in arizona new mexico and so i'm looking at a uh image of where the lakota nation is and it's like southeastern montana south north dakota most of south dakota or south north dakota most of south dakota a bit of wyoming nebraska, nebraska even into colorado and the, the very top corner of kansas so maybe they just say Hey, this is our country. Oh, there's another map with with a different shape. Maybe they just say, "Well, this part of this state, this part of this state, is our country." And maybe the state, like Montana, they're not going to quibble over a, a piece that small. Certainly, Kansas, I don't think would. I mean, there's only a corner of them in there. Yeah. Maybe they just let it go. Maybe there's a new. Or maybe they do the thing we were just talking about, and they just say, "Okay, we just uh, the Dakotas are ours now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Like, White people get out. We now have a country called Dakota. 
mm-hmm. rather than North and South Dakota. And that's kind of close to Lakota. You white folks just messed up the pronunciation <laughs> hundreds of years ago. So we'll just change that to an L now. <laughs> so I don't know. It's that's yeah, I it's doubt interesting. state so state boundaries, and this is kind of a different thing that, that relates here. State mm-hmm. state boundaries are really hard to change, even when they're in flux. Even when like even when you have different groups occupying like here's an example of that, right? So you had Europeans colonize most of Africa, much of the Middle East. They drew their colonial boundaries. And then when they left, everybody just kept them. Uh, And that's a really big part of why there's so many like ethnic conflicts in in Africa and in the Middle East. Like Mm -hmm. for example, the Kurds, right? So the Kurd homeland overlaps with Turkey, Syria, part of Iran, Iraq, Mm -hmm. uh, I think maybe and some other, a couple other countries too, right? So, but you had these colonial boundaries that they, they just kind of, the the rising, the, the the new governments just kind of said, well, we're just going to keep the boundaries, mm-hmm. and the Kurds were just like, well, well, wait, 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 like yeah. we want we want Kurdistan now because because this is as good a time as any. Still, it was hard for them to do that, mm-hmm. right? So, and there's still conflict over it, right? And then in a lot of African countries, you you have the same problem where they arbitrarily do, drew some line that split a couple of groups in a certain way that just meant like in one state group A is two-thirds of the population and group B is one-third and then the other state it's the opposite right mm-hmm. so you have like but it's people, the same two it's the same trend. group so yeah, you have people right. looking across the border at oppression happening and then they react and they're kind of, this happened in for example in, in Rwanda and oh, Burundi yeah. right so everybody knows the Rwanda case like mm-hmm. you had the who was on so, so Hutus the... were oppressing the Tutsis, right? Mm-hmm. So in Burundi, the opposite thing had been happening for years, right? Uh-huh. So and people know about it, right? And a lot of a lot of Hutus fled Burundi and and went to, to Tanzania, right? Oh, okay. So th- all that to say that these boundaries, even when they cross cut ethnic cleavages that way, are still relatively strong, right? So that in our case, I think that would mean that the Lakotas probably just cut their losses with trying to get both Dakotas. Mm-hmm. And maybe in the Southwest, where, where there's also a strong Native American identity, they just say, well, we're just going to like be New Mexico, Arizona, and have a really big presence here and finally be able to actually like have Influence our own business, right? right? So I think maybe that would be the way it happens. Hmm. Just because mm-hmm. borders are hard to change. Right. Even when they're defunct, they're hard to change. So we're talking, we've kind of moved into that area that I find so fascinating. What states end up cohesing you know making making packs cohering (laughs) yeah i wanted to i wanted to use cohesive cohesive that's the adjective cohering cohering is the verb okay sorry i don't oh my gosh this is my grammar's been corrected i've never seen this before (laughs) (laughs) this is like having an outer body experience (laughs) usually it's the other way he does this to you doesn't he every day oh i'm (laughs) so glad my entire life oh this is i'm so happy (laughs) kyle will be happy too Uh, it's like the day I said synapses and everyone jumped on me. <laughs> <laughs> you brought that up in more episodes. I know. I think, than any still any angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we realized that uh, he said synapses because of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that actually is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all say synapses. And so I started saying synapses. And we're like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, the things in your brain. And now we have a new rules. So anytime I think I'm right, I just should be confident with it mm-hmm. and just 
Actually, I don't know. Yeah, that was a that was a big theme in the most recent one. So they're cohesing. What else, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think it's interesting what states are related or have a relationship where they would want to band together. You know, the thing the thing that's interesting is the way that states joined the union is so step by step mm-hmm. that I don't think it's it's hard to imagine. Like for example, Utah. Like Utah was this little cloistered state off on its own by itself for so many years before the United States of America kind of overtook it that Utah is probably just like, we've been here before in recent history. We're just going to be Utah again. Right. Right. So, and we're going to be a Mormon state because we're Mormons. Mm -hmm. Um, Never mind that it's called Utah, which is named after the Utes, a Native American (laughs) group. (laughs) Right. Um, But, any that but like that's the way we've tacked on new states like kind of piecemeal you know mm-hmm. except i think the complicated corridor would be along the mississippi because you had all because you had a bunch of states join all at once and the the boundaries were a little bit arbitrary and of course but that goes back like even if the boundaries are arbitrary and and defunct they're mm-hmm. still strong it's just true it's hard to like convince people to change something like that do you think new england stays segmented from like maine new hampshire vermont all of that or do you think they kind of are I like, really see those hey you know what we're pretty much the same I think that, together that they might pull together if they decide they don't if they decide that really there should be no more federal government okay they oh, probably, but otherwise they probably pull together to say military we know you want us but we're we're together and we're gonna resist and mm-hmm. we're peace loving liberals. We don't want to fight. Exactly, yeah, we're gonna say alone. exactly those words. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're no, just gonna take peace loving uh, liberals are gonna they're gonna transform so quick though. <laughs> they are no yeah, because they they're gonna are. have strong feelings about all this stuff and and peace loving liber- most peace loving liberals really they don't. It's not like they believe, for example, that that police shouldn't exist. Right, so they, uh-huh. they, in other words, if if they don't believe it, then then that is to say they believe in the coercive threat as part of the thing making order in society, right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about here? Okay, like, yeah. this is like kind of old sociology. Like, the state is the legitimate, the little legitimate holder of coercive force, right? Mm-hmm. So if they're trying to say we're a state now, then even the peace-loving liberals who are going to identify with the state are going to support the coercive, the, the, the coercive threat, right? That's really interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's Max Weber for you, in case you wanted to know. There He's the go. German sociologist who first talked about coercion being a, like a state institution. Um, I mean, at least in the, mo- in the modern sense. Somebody's calling me. I think it's probably Joe. Is that little feedback sound you're yeah. telling? Yeah. It's pretty awesome. That would drive me insane. It doesn't. Well, the reason I <laughs> the reason I took it is because I hate it when my phone goes off and and um, interrupts class. Nobody ever notices this mm-hmm. unless it's quiet like right now. But like, but I always hear it because it's a high pitch. Uh-huh. Unless I'm you're working always, with a team of sound guys, your, your which then we'll always hear it. <laughs> oh, that's that? yeah. You guys are sound guys. I, I reach for my fader. Where's my master? <laughs> so I. So, but it's it's a good. Nobody ever notices my phone's ringing except me, mm-hmm. which is exactly the way I wish I want it to be. Yeah, that's why I started doing that. Doing a show at a high school like five six years ago, and there was uh, this. He's told this really... story on air before. Just Joey hasn't heard it. Oh, well, we'll hearing aid. 
No, no, this is a different story. Oh, that hearing uh, aid's even proceed. Hearing aids even better. Proceed. I was working at a high school there. There was this rage of having that that ringtone that that teachers couldn't hear because as you get older, your ears you start you start uh, hearing less the of the high frequency. So I think it was at like a twenty. It was probably right at twenty k or like no, twenty one or something. That's pretty high. Can actually hear that. No one can hear twenty. So maybe it was no. at eighteen or nineteen. This the one's fourteen. Most people can actually hear. That one's fourteen. The one that we just heard. Uh, mine is either fourteen or fifteen. Mm, I think most of it. There might be harmonics that high, but yeah. I think most of what we just heard is more in the twelve. Yeah, 12 range. I would agree with Jesse. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. There's, there's probably there's it was definitely more than one tone mm-hmm. that was. Maybe you're there. right because I had one higher that drove Jill crazy, mm-hmm. and I think maybe that was the fourteen one. Yeah. Because so, it was really, it was yeah. really on the high end. Some people lose fourteen pretty early especially if you've been exposed to a lot of loud sounds mm-hmm. yeah so most people over 40 probably don't have 14 anymore and I, I people like our age are half and half does it sound, i think i can hear up to 16 does that sound right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Is normal. i think i did a test normal. and they said i think 16 was the high end of mine so have you turned on a tv recently uh, like an old crt i totally a, still hear a, those yeah oh, that's yeah. 15.375 i definitely mm-hmm. still hear that so if you hear that, you probably hear 16 too. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's my ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, but I was mixing a show and someone had that super high-pitched ringtone and they were sitting right in front of me and their text kept going off. So about every like 35 seconds or so, I would hear a really high-pitched frequency and I was just looking around trying to figure out which microphone because like no one was talking at this point like, mm-hmm. when I kept hearing it. So I was like, what is that? There was one point in the show where I actually brought down everything for like I, could, like I did with the hearing aid and mm-hmm. brought everything down and was like, oh, it's still there. So it's not me. Oh, it's some stupid ringtone. Great. <laughs> drove so insane. annoying. That is. Yeah. Well, we've been talking about this for a while. Any, any, probably probably want to wrap, wrap it up? up. Want to wrap it up? Okay. Mm-hmm. Any last thoughts, Jimmy? So... Uh, there's so many, so many thoughts. I mean, this is it's just such a cool topic, probably because it's. I think what's interesting too is that in my head I'm like, ah, well, this is really cool, but this could never really happen. But at the same time, it's like, oh no, this is this has happened all throughout history, this all, is, over, the yeah, world. all over the world, all over and over again, with the greatest leaders, with the worst leaders. It's it mm-hmm. it's seems kind of, uh, I don't want to say inevitable, but I feel like there's going to be some form of change right. at some point. Well, you think about, yeah, it's, it's true just what you're saying because you think about, is the United States going to last forever? No. No. So what happens? Yeah. This is a pretty plausible scenario. So one of the questions that kind of is in my head is, so we've entered this era where we have a certain kind of government, a certain formula of government with state boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, it's called the Westphalian model, right? Which mm-hmm. is state boundaries, coercive government, all of that. So if that goes away, then it could be something totally different. But if that sticks around, then I think the boundaries that are around right now, mm-hmm. probably pretty strong boundaries, right? So maybe you see governments, for example, maybe you see, for some reason, I just think the South is going to be authoritarian. So I just like yeah. pretty fast. I just think it's going to like become a dictatorship down there. <laughs> right? So yeah, maybe, maybe. So, uh, so you're going to see those sorts of changes, but I think that the the borders between states will probably stay pretty stable. Uh-huh. Um, and as a result of that, you well, and here's the other problem: like some of these states are going to have to have like relatively open policies for migration for a while because oh, yeah. people are going to have to move around. They're going to want to. Right. I mean, we've talked about this. Already. Going back to your your homeland. Yeah. yeah so, and I don't really know how that's going to work either. So what? 
I just thought of this. What if Canada is like, oh, the United States is so weak. Let's take them over. <laughs> I think I can see part. I can no, see wait, some wait, of the northern states go. I, I think that no. Nah, I think Minnesota by itself could fend off Canada. <laughs> 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 yeah. awesome. Washington too. You know, yeah. like like we have several. Canada's only thirty million people. We're well over three hundred million in this yeah. country. You know, like yeah. so it. I just, it's not, Canada's not that hard to fend off. Right. And they've been, because we have such a strong military, they have been shrinking and shrinking the, their military for so long because we're such right. great, great pals. Okay, not so not Canada, but maybe China. Maybe. But China's, but China's economy at this point is in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Everyone's is. Because the, the dollar's gone, guys. Mm-hmm. The oh, U.S. dollar is gone. What does our global economy work on? That's right. Everybody. China's dealing, China's dealing with their, with their, domestic problems mm-hmm. everybody probably is everybody's dealing yeah. with with crazy domestic problems right that's now true. it's that's true like and this really makes you think like the u.s is seriously a cornerstone of the world like mm-hmm. the u.s everything's built on top of u.s power mm-hmm. and u.s uh economics which really just like that's crazy that the whole the entire globe except for people who still like get all their food and water by hunting and gathering mm-hmm. out in the woods. Like everybody. Yeah. This will change everything. It would. Yeah. It would. So it's really, it'd be, a, it's a, it's a crazy thing to imagine. There'd mm-hmm. be so, the, the effects would be so longstanding too. Like it would just, it's, mm-hmm. we're, in a sense, I think we're bigger than Rome or yeah. the Ottomans. I was just going to say that. It would be analogous we to we're Rome. We're definitely more connected with the world. Mm-hmm. We're bigger than any I of those. You know, the Chinese didn't notice when Rome fell, but no. they'd notice now. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should leave it at that. The Chinese <laughs> would notice this. Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we, I think we pretty much are all on the same page. But I'll ask around anyways. Jesse, yeah. do you, do you feel like this is impossible? Uh, for once, no. I think this is probably possible. That's uh, uh, I think that's where I'm sitting too. Yeah. I think this is definitely a, a possibility. This could happen and, and break up in the way that we talked about. Mm-hmm. So I think I know where Joey's. Joey, where do, what do you think? Do you think this is impossible? Uh, I kind of want to see it happen. <laughs> like, like, there's a part of me that that wants to see it happen. I think it's possible. I mean, mm-hmm. just because it, so many versions of this thing have already happened, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. And there, and just the whole the whole world because we're talking about the whole world would be affected by it and basically powerless to stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I really think that. If we got the right amount of pressure and the right crack in the dam, mm-hmm. it's all over. Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. I do think that's possible, especially if we keep getting really yeah. extremist people in our federal government yeah. who who are willing to. Um, I don't want to use the word like hostage or anything. I think that's a dumb way of talking well, about right. it. But who are willing to, because of the power they have, put the country as a whole in a at risk? Stick, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a sticky spot. That's a great mm-hmm. point. I think. I think maybe three weeks or a month ago, I would have said that this was a little less possible than I'm saying it is right now. But what we've seen in the last month, our government shut down. For, and for, for over two yeah, weeks. For a long time. And it, it was conceivable that it may never come back in the form that we knew it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it didn't seem likely in that, that particular instance. But, I mean, you started thinking down that road. Our government's not operating right now. What if it just disbanded and mm-hmm. never? What came if it back? just stops? Yeah, that what would be the peaceful with? way it would happen. Mm-hmm. You know, 
really the military has to make a decision and they're going to determine whether it's a violent upheaval uh-huh. or a peaceful process. Mm. Right. Well, and they'll probably be violent because that's what they're trained to do. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is definitely one of the, oh, thank you for being here. Joe. No this problem. is definitely this is one of the funner, funner podcasts we've had in a little, a little while. This, yeah, is, this very, is a lot of fun lively. to talk about. Um, well, hey, that actually, now I'm thinking about it, this actually kind of concludes our, our season, doesn't it? Oh, Mm-hmm. What an honor. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> this is actually kind of the last one we're going to have for a little while. Uh, we've we're talked about this for in. a little bit for a few weeks. We're probably going to go on a, a short hiatus and come back in January, most likely. Yeah. You won't be totally without the Impossible Things podcast, though. We're going to do some uh, some little extra bonus type episodes. We've got, a, we've got some plans. Mm-hmm. We've got some things we want to do. So stick around. We'll be updating the, the Twitter uh, and, the, and, the, and the website. The website is impossiblethingspodcast.com. Uh, the Twitter is IMPTHNG Podcast. Yeah. And uh, you can find us on iTunes. And I think we're still on SoundCloud. We should still be on SoundCloud. I think we're also still on Facebook. We are on Facebook. MySpace? Uh, no. Ooh, I don't know if I've ever been on MySpace. We're not musicians. <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> right. But Justin Timberlake's doing very well revamping that entire thing. So, it's pretty interesting. But all right, so we'll see you next time. Uh, Once again, thank you, Joy, for being with us. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, too. And we will see you guys when we see you. Bye-bye. Goodbye.